Eucharistic Miracles of Buenos Aires, Argentina, 1992, 1994, 1996. The parish of St. Mary in Buenos Aires has been the protagonist of three Eucharistic miracles that occurred in 1992, 1994, and 1996. Professor Ricardo Castañón Gómez was called by the then Archbishop of Buenos Aires, none other than the current Pope Francis, to analyze the miracle that occurred on August 15, of 1996. In 1992, after the Mass of Friday, May 1st, while preparing the Eucharistic Reserve, a Eucharistic miracle found some pieces of consecrated host on the corporal. Following what the Church prescribes to do in these situations, the priest had them put in a vessel of water, which was then placed in the tabernacle to wait for them to dissolve. In the following days, several priests went to check it and they realized that nothing had changed. Seven days later, on Friday, May 8, they opened the tabernacle and saw that the host fragments had become a reddish color that looked like blood. The following Sunday, May 10, during the two evening masses, Several small drops of blood were noticed on the patterns with which the priests distributed communion. On Sunday, July 24, 1994, during the children's mass, while the Eucharistic minister took the pigs from the tabernacle, he saw a drop of blood running along its side. On August 15, 1996, during the Mass of the Assumption of the Most Holy Virgin, a consecrated host which fell to the ground during the distribution of communion had to be placed again in a vessel of water so it would dissolve. A few days later, on August 26, a Eucharistic, a Eucharistic minister opened the tabernacle and saw that host had transformed into blood. Now, this is the account given by an Australian lawyer, Ron Tesoriero, who was central to the scientific investigation on the 1996 miracle requested by Archbishop Jorge Bergoglio of Buenos Aires. In inverted commas, on 18 August 1996, after Mass at the Santa Maria Church, a communion host was found abandoned. The priest put the host in a bowl of water and placed it in the tabernacle until it dissolved. Within days, a blood-like substance issued from the host. It grew in quantity and transformed over the next 10 days. Forensic pathology and DNA testing conducted over 20 years has found the substance to be human heart from a living, traumatically injured human. The science leads to answers that Jesus is truly present in the communion host and that he is the author of life. Again, now the story in more detail.
it was on 5 October 1999 that I went to Buenos Aires to commence my investigation upon the invitation of Dr. Ricardo Castañón. We interviewed the priest Padre Alejandro Peset and other witnesses and took samples. I doc documented on film the essential parts of my entire investigation. My approach was to prepare the case as a lawyer who would go before a judge. On 21 October 1999, we presented a sample for DNA testing to Forensic Analytical Genetic Laboratory in San Francisco. On one, May 1, 2000, they reported to me that whilst there was the presence of human DNA, no human genetic code could be obtained. This was unusual. Different scientists had different opinions. He was right. I proceeded to study forensic pathology and cell biology. For more than one year, I researched hundreds of histology images and eventually found forensic pathology and cell biology. For more than one year, I researched hundreds of histology images and found one that resembled the Buenos Aires case. It was inflamed human heart tissue due to a compromised blood supply. I realized that when the heart suffers trauma, it looks very different from standard textbook images of normal heart tissue. The scientists that I had engaged thus far were not experts in heart trauma. The next step was to find a world expert who was not only a forensic pathologist, but also a cardiologist. I found him in New York, Dr. Frederick Sugibe. On April 20, 2004, a leading Australian investigative journalist, Mike Willisey, accompanied me to New York to present Dr. Suhibe with my case samples. Dr. Suhibe had been told nothing of the history of the sample of my research. In our presence, as I filmed, he microscopically examined the samples. The only true statements made made by Dr. Suhibe are contained in what I recorded and documented at that original meeting. They have since become historic. This is what he said. I am an expert on the heart. The heart is my business. This is flesh. This flesh is heart muscle tissue, myocardium, from the left ventricle wall, not far from a valvular area. It is a muscle that gives the heart its beat and the body its life. This heart muscle is inflamed. It has lost its striations and is infiltrated with white blood cells. White blood cells are normally found in heart tissue. These cells are produced by the body and they escape from blood and infiltrate the tissue to address trauma or injury. Dr. Suhibe continued saying the following. 
The presence of those white blood cells in the tissue tell me two things. Firstly, this heart has suffered traumatic injury. There has been a compromising of the blood supply to the heart. This is not unlike what I have seen when someone has been beaten severely over the chest in the region of the heart. Secondly, this heart was alive. This heart is from a living person, not a dead person. I am looking at a snapshot of a living heart. I can date the injury. I can date when the compromising of the blood supply occurred. It happened three days before the snapshot in time captured in the microscopic slide. Now back to the researcher. I asked a theologian what this could possibly mean in the context of Jesus. He said that church teaches that the Eucharist is a memorial of the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. When we receive communion, we are receiving Jesus at the moment of his resurrection, three days after his passion. What astonished Dr. Suhibe, the expert, was that the white blood cells and the heart tissue tissue were in such good state of preservation despite having been kept in distilled water for three years. Quote, the good state of preservation is what might have been expected if they had been placed in a preservative like formalin. It would be impossible for the white blood cells to be present in the sample if the sample had been kept in water. On March 26, 2005, Dr. Suhibe sent me his formal report on the findings. In part, it reads, the tissues of the heart had undergone degenerative changes of the myocardium, possibly due to an obstruction of a coronary artery that supplies nutrients and oxygen to an area of heart muscle. This obstruction may be the result of points one, two, three, a severe blow to the chest over the heart. End quote. Mike Willis summed up the case in this way. Quote, when a communion host, which is bread, bleeds and becomes living human heart, it is more than just a wow moment. It is a traumatic day for science. Why trauma traumatic? Because for the first time ever, life has come into existence from inert, non-living matter. What has been revealed in my ongoing work is unprecedented. It provides for the first time ever a scientific basis for the Catholic Church's Catholic Church's belief in one, God as the sole recorded creator of human life, two, Jesus as truly alive, resurrected and present in the communion host, three, 
Jesus giving us his heart in the Eucharist. Ron Tesorero has published his work in a new book called My Human Heart, Where Science and Faith Collide, and in documents available at www.reasontobelieve.com.au as Australia. This was produced by Blessed Carla Cutis and read by Big Pulpit in an effort to evangelize the world and bring everyone to the Holy Eucharist.